Good morning. It is Tuesday, January 12th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. We are now 12 days into the new year. How are you doing on your New Year's resolutions? I'm doing good, but not great on mine. If one of your resolutions was to spend more time in God's Word, and that's why you're here today. We are really glad that you are making us a part of your habits. We just started Mark, and we aren't even through the first chapter yet, so you've joined us at a perfect time. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Mark chapter 1, verses 16 through 20. Passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little further, he saw James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, who were in their boat mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. Let's pray together. Good morning, Lord. Your word reminds us that we are pilgrims here. We are on our way to you, and we won't stop until you have brought us home. Help us today with your word fresh on our hearts to bring others along with us, to tell them of the journey that you have brought us on, that you shed your blood for us to be a part of. God, as we look at your word, seal it within our hearts and our minds that we might remember it for when we need it most. Amen. The calling of the disciples has always been an amazing thing to me. I remember when I was just an elementary school kid, my Sunday school teacher gave me this wooden fishers of men knickknack for my room, and I didn't know what it meant, so I had to go and read it in the Bible. And since then, it's just been fascinating. Jesus, for all intents and purposes, is a stranger. I guess there's the possibility that people witnessed his baptism and spread the word a bit, but scripture doesn't record that. So when he is passing alongside the Sea of Galilee, I think it's safe to assume that he is largely a stranger to them. He has begun his ministry already and started preaching, but no crowds, no followers, no anything, just a mysterious man. And then Jesus sees two men fishing, Simon and Andrew, and Jesus calls them, and immediately they stop what they are doing and come. And as a reader, we just scratch our heads at this, right? They stopped what they were doing, which, by the way, was their job, so their source of income. And we, we do know that Simon is Peter, who later in chapter 1 we find out has a family, so the thing he's doing here is supporting his family. He just leaves it to follow Jesus. Actually, he immediately leaves his nets and follows Jesus. And so after this, we're scratching our heads, but then it happens a second time. James and John, more fishermen, were in a boat, and Jesus immediately calls them, and they left their dad in the boat with the hired servants. So get this picture. Zebedee is probably the boat owner, and his two sons are in the business. Zebedee hires some extra help, and between him and his two sons, they are managing the servants to get the work of the catch finished from beginning to end. And James and John just abandon him with the help and leave. As we go today, there is one word 
with two applications in this passage that strike me the most. And as we discovered last week, it's one of Mark's favorite words, immediately. Jesus' call to the disciples works. Without hesitation or second-guessing, they come. They don't say no. Jesus' call to them works. If you're a parent or a dog owner, you know what kind of power this is. When you call your child or you call your dog and they actually come, immediately, every time, the words of Jesus have power. He has power. And as we have seen, he is carrying out the plan of the Father in the most pleasing way. And he has the power to do that. To call and be answered. Let me close this in prayer. Father, as we see this power that your son had, to call, and that call could not be stopped. It went forward with effect. And the disciples answered it. Without hesitation, they came. God, what power there was in your Son. Lord, isn't it true that he called us? That Jesus called us whenever we were doing, however our hearts were, and we answered. God, not by our will, but by yours. Jesus called us to be his child to be part of his family. Oh, Father, we're so thankful that Jesus has the power to call his children to himself, to call his disciples to himself. And all that he does is pleasing to you because this is your will, Father, that Jesus is making sure comes to pass. What a loving God you are, that when you call us, it will not fail. Lord, as we go today, like we said earlier, we're just pilgrims here. But we're not wanderers. We have a clear purpose. We're coming home to you someday. Oh Lord, let us show this love, this power of Jesus to others today. To show that he calls, he calls his children to him. We pray these things in the name of the Father and in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.